Um, I think in that it's more um, providing other opportunities for people like that. Like they might be just being a bad opportunity. And there's been a few in like the startup raising world where it's just I've just try to connect them to other resources mm-hmm. um, and get them out through just other opportunities. So, yeah. yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Lindsay's just saving the day. I don't know. Love it so uh, much. No. Lindsay, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. We're excited to have you. Yes. Thank you for having me. So let's just like jump into it. Let's get into it. We know each other pretty well. But for those of those people that are listening that don't know you, who is Lindsay? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. So I am Lindsay Ivy. Um, I just, I think the big place to start there is just, I kind of landed on community. Um, a few years back, I was working with a few different startups and in order to like, you know, typically with startups, they have like zero marketing budget. You're right. really scrappy. You have to figure out unique ways to get your name out there and drive business. Um, I started doing Top Golf Tuesday. So we'd meet at Top Golf every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It grew from it was actually it's like the OG video days on LinkedIn. It's like 2018 when they just launched right. video. <laughs> and I was so awkwardly like standing in front of Top Golf with my coworker, and we're like, "Hi, everyone!" Like. <laughs> we're going to do Top Golf Tuesday. And like the first event had five or six people and we're like, okay, this is not going to work. I don't know. And, but it grew and grew and grew um, until we had like 60, 70 people and they kicked us out after like three months. Because, Wait, I didn't know they kicked you guys out. Well, we kind of ch- cheated the system a little yeah. bit. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, I like to test my boundaries. Right. So we would just like stack like membership cards, like six um, bays in a row. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how we, and everyone would buy their own lunch. That's how we kept them free. Yeah. Um, but they wanted us to use like their event space. So eventually they like, we stopped. It was okay. And fun story. I was trying to be like, oh, we had to get the momentum going. My brother owned a Nerf gun place like down yeah. in utah county so we did an event there with like nerf guns wait stop it when was this i didn't know it was like <laughs> that was like a one-off thing but it was the most epic battle people were like rolling and like shooting just like getting way oh into my it. gosh i love it so that was the thing and then we john and i would host like breakfast at our house mm-hmm. we would make pancakes um every other week we'd have the IV breakfast league i love it that was our our thing we had a brunch in our backyard we just did some weird stuff like yeah. it's just I think that's kind of where I, I really leaned on I've been pretty consistent on LinkedIn for like five years mm-hmm. and I think people think like even on the LinkedIn side like it's going to take a you know like if in a few months I'm going to grow to like 20,000 it's it's a it's a slow growth like it's consistency yeah. like I think the biggest advice I'd give there even is just like being consistent with it and just like slowly building it rather than trying to like get all these hit posts. Like even if you do, you're not going to get like 10,000 followers. And Oh, it's such a different like a ballpark thing. It's totally a social platform. But the greatest gift I've gotten from it is just really building some awesome relationships just over the past few years. And that's mm-hmm. really fed into what I do or what I have been doing, which is consulting. Um, so I consult on revenue and sales and specifically I help build out strategic partner channels, which I've done for quite a few groups. Um, it started in my telecom days. 
I Love have it. telecom <laughs> background. I sold fiber internet. Uh, we'll start somewhere, right? Yeah, actually interesting. This was back when Google Fiber came in and they they purchased the the fiber network in Provo for a dollar. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone knew that, yep. but that's kind of a random story. So I had, so we had, Veracity had like, it was like six months to rebuild an entire fiber network. Oh, wow. To feed to every single business they had. So we, I had to go there. I like basically lived in Provo for like eight months. Cause I was like driving down there, re-signing every single person yeah. on that, which is crazy. Getting them signed up for anything. Fiber is like, well, they can pick Google fiber for a hundred dollars or we got to figure out what we're going to do on our side. So but there's such a strong um, partner network in telecom, which I'm super grateful to have learned from that and to have taken that experience where they lean on like these third party trusted advisors to help resell their product. And that's what I've done and kind of help scale and grow with other groups. So. Okay. Yeah. So we've come a long way, though. Yeah. So I came from like, you know, the fiber days and. Top Golf Tuesday <laughs> and all sorts of good stuff. But but here I am now and still love doing events. Still love um, the community here. It's just incredible. I don't think you, this is very unique in Utah. Like mm-hmm. you don't see that in very many places. So I'm really grateful for the community here. Yeah, I think that's one thing with anyone that like comes to Utah, right? I mean, with all the different startups that are popping up here, founders are coming in left and right for different events. And there is this founder that I met. She's from California. Her name's Giselle. And she one of the first things she told me was, you guys have such a strong community here. Like people actually care. And that's not something we get back in California. It's more kind of like a blood battle of like, who's going to be the top, who can network with who, who has the best title, things like that. And she's like, this is completely different. So most of the events she comes to and like pitch competitions and things like that, Mm -hmm. all that's here in Utah, because we provide a, like, I would say, quote unquote, safe place for people to be able to come network and have a community. Yeah. One of the communities I really like is, um, this is they've been around forever is 1 million cups. I don't know if you've heard of I that. haven't heard of them. They do. So we actually pitched when like Ivy league came to launch, they used to do it down in salt Lake at the investable office. And that's where we pitched Ivy league. And so they have, they'll just come. It's an awesome group. You have two startups that will pitch mm-hmm. and then everyone's just, just there to support and give them like positive feedback. So they were doing one up in like salt Lake. They had one at rev road for, a, I think they still have one down there. Um, but yeah, that's, that's like just a part of like, right. And that's not even, there's, there's no money. Nobody's making money on that. They're just doing it like donating their time to yeah. support that. So we, we love Utah for that because yeah. that's not common anywhere else. I feel like, so community has been a big thing for you, but like, why, why is like community such a thing for you? You, you obviously have seen success from the community, but like going back before why is that so important to you to have such a strong community? Like what has it done for yourself? Um, I think for me, I just, I, where I really fell in love, like with what I do is just connecting mm-hmm. like my, it's kind of how my brain's wired. I'm always, I'm more, I'm more introverted. So just to give you a little history of my, <laughs> my teenage years. Let's go there. Let's dive into those there. My awkward, awkward teenage years. I was incredibly shy, incredibly shy, which people are like, I don't believe you. I'm like, just go like talk to anyone I went to high school with. Like I was super shy, Mm -hmm. super awkward. Um, But I, something I really like, I just always 
um, like I worked hard. So I just really, I enjoyed working, which is weird. I just like, I liked having jobs. I think that and then great. the jobs like forced me. I'm like, I had to do catering. I had to like do events and do different things like that, which it forced me. It's like, if I'm nicer and I talk to people, I make more money. Right. So <laughs> I got to figure this out. So I have, that's uh-huh. kind of what, what led me there. Um, but I think from there, it was even deeper when I got into like partnerships on the telecom side. I'm like, mm-hmm. I really like seeing people succeed. So it's like, if I make a connection and that connection leads to something that's valuable, like that is so empowering to me. And I'm like, what if that's my job? Like, what if I can make that? What if I get paid for that? Like, that would be pretty cool. And that's what I, I just really love helping other people grow. And I love like problem solving and like getting in quick little, like, what if you did this, this and this? And like, that would solve this problem and just being able to be a resource for people. So I've tried to find a way because, you know, as a mom with, I have four kids, I need to be really passionate about what I'm doing to make it worth my time to be out in the workforce. Right. So I'm like, I need to make my job something I really want to do. And you so. feel like you found that. I found that. Yeah. You're very passionate about it. Obviously. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's amazing. Yeah. So how, how do you guys juggle the four kids? You and John, when I say, how do you, I'm my eyes are like. Yeah, what do you mean juggle? I don't like the four kids yeah. plus running a successful business. Plus you're, you're doing so many events. You're out all the time in the community here in Utah. I feel like mm-hmm. most people know you know your husband. You guys are kind of the little it couple, if you will. Okay. And I would just say in Utah. Well, I married Tarzan, so I'm just kidding. You did. He you has did. his own brand, right? Right. So, um, I think for me, I'm just really grateful recently to land on like a really good company with ShareHouse. Mm-hmm. Um, like half the time I was in their space, like I would see Madeline, she'd have her one-year-old, like she's just sitting on her lap and she's working away. They're just really understanding. I've had, I have my kids there. Like we pick them up early after school. And sometimes I just stick them in a phone booth with snacks, you know, right. and a, a tablet. It's, it's maybe it's not ideal, but it works. But you're making it work. It may, yeah. It, on, it is a juggle for sure. Like my kids are seven to one, you know, that's, wow. It's a lot, um, but I think it it is nice to have a partner like John, where we like we. It's like okay, I've got this meeting today. You got to get the kids. I'm like, oh, you got to drop off the kids. Like we just have to shuffle. It's yeah. just, I think that's where the problem solving comes so well for like working moms because mm-hmm. you're literally problem solving like twenty four seven. And so you throw us into a situation, you're like, you're in an event, you have to figure out, oh, all these things are breaking. And you're like, boom, 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 boom. Like my brain just is like, it's natural for it's you. Just, it's you're wired right. for it. Right. So like any, any people that are looking to hire, like just go for the moms, go for the moms. Just, <laughs> they know how to fix problems. They've got young kids. We're good. Like they got it covered. Like they quick on their feet. They're ready, ready to go. On their feet, so that's awesome. So a little bit more about ShareHouse. What, what are we doing now at ShareHouse? Yeah. So that opportunity came up. Um, like what, what are we going on two months ago? Uh, but I was actually, I was sitting on the board with share house over the last year. Um, I was fortunate to like strategize with Madeline. I brought them into some unique opportunities that I was helping on, Mm -hmm. um, with some of the events I was working with. And I just really, I love Madeline. So it was just like, I feel like it was a match made in heaven. Like, I think we were already, we already worked well together. So I came into that opportunity and, um, they really wanted to put more, um, time and attention into it right now. It was just building the community. They launched back in May. 
they have, um, dad, they were doing three events a month, which I didn't even realize. So like a lot of, it's a lot. When I sat in the meeting, I'm like, really, (laughs) how did you do that? But they did such a great job of just like growing that community. But now coming in, it's like, okay, how can we get a reach, um, in Utah? That's really impactful. And then also outside of Utah. So we're really looking to, um, be, like fueling the e-commerce ecosystem in a way. Like we just had, um, we just launched our, we're calling it Skynet Syndicate. I don't know if you're a Terminator fan, but it's our strategic yep. partner group. We like our names. Um, today we had a bright, John made his, his um, pancakes. So he was just, did his, I feel like okay, we're like back to our roots. Like yeah. we're back to, and we brought together just people that are vendors and service providers in the e-commerce space mm-hmm. where we can, it's a vetted group. It's a really awesome group that it's kind of targeting different parts um, of what an e-commerce brand or merchant might need. You bring together that group and it's like, now we can lift each other up. That's like the idea of that partnership um, where they're coming into opportunities like, oh, they need a website. Oh, I got my guy here. Let me pull him in or I got my girl here. So um, that's what we're trying to build there. But also on the brand side, this was like a crazy idea that came out um, right when I came on. I was like, what are we doing for Utah Tech Week? And mm-hmm. they didn't have anything lined up. So I'm like, so Madeline jokingly, we we're in a text thread and she's like, what if we call this group only brands? I'm like, okay, that's, that could be. Oh, edgy. I, I've seen the videos. <laughs> I love it. So we just went with it. We're like, it's a more like a curated group of brand owners where we gatekeep it a little bit more. Cause I, I feel like they need like a safe space where they're not getting pitched at, um, by half the people there. So right. we tried to create that environment where they can come together, they can network together and they can like share best practices together. So we launched our first event ag around America. We had a breakfast there. It was amazing. Um, we had a great group. We just had one yesterday too. So that was, we did it at Sunday's best. So we'd had another event there and now we're going nationwide with them. So wow, we're planning a Disneyland trip with Levi. Yeah. We want to get 20 brand founders. Um, and then we're going to fly them out. This is kind of like a crazy idea, but we're doing it. That's amazing. (laughs) We're going to have like a nice dinner before we'll have spend the day at Disney. And it's just really about relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Like I think, so much of work is like transactional. It's like right. really getting to know someone is you're going to be able to support them so much better if you have those relationships. No, I definitely agree with that. And then we're going to New York, Austin. Oh so my God. So really, we're trying to have big plans. That's amazing. That. Yeah. And just the fact that you've just been on for two months and all these things are like in the works and working with Madeline. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We're both like little firecrackers, I guess. Right. Let's, let's get after it. Let's go. Waste no time. I love yeah. that so much. So, I mean, there's like a key theme for you and most of like everything that you've discussed is either community or relationships. And I feel like relationships is more like the core foundation of why your why behind everything that you're doing. Like for you, like what's been the biggest payout for you with these relationships that you've made over the years, mentors, things like that. What's, what's really been the, the best part about it? Um, I just think I, I'm just really incredibly grateful to have just so many, I just feel like friends, like just more than I know when you go to networking events, like that's where I always struggle. Cause I, I am more introverted. So I have a hard time with like those like surface level mm-hmm. conversations, if you know what I'm talking about. Yep. But I think because I have had spent so much time over the years of like doing the strategic partner groups or having more intimate, like 
breakfast at her house. Like you can't be surface level when you're like sitting around a table and right. you're like eating pancakes and your dining house. table. <laughs> yeah. In our dining table. So I, I feel like I've been able to really, it's really fulfilling to have more than just go to work, check in, have your, you know, the chit chit chat at, um, while you're working with your group of you know, coworkers and coming home and it's like, you're done. But I feel like it's so much deeper than that. And there's so many deeper relationships that I've been able to build. And then now I, now I guess from a distance, I can see like success stories from like coming mm-hmm. from these groups and seeing them thrive and the relationships I have. So it's cool. Yeah. It's that been, is really cool. It's been really cool. So for, I mean, something you keep talking about is the fact that you are an introvert or were more so an introvert, right? And sometimes events, it might be harder to have like the smaller conversation. So for those that feel that, that are more introverts or feel Mm -hmm. awkward going to events or networking with people, what advice do you have for somebody listening that would love to be able to get to a spot where they feel like they have more connections in a community, but they don't know how to put themselves out there to get that? Yeah, I'll give away some of my tricks. (laughs) Actually, you know, the funny thing is, because I am that way. That's the reason why I did. That's actually the biggest reason why I did events. Cause I knew if I like, I'm for whatever reason. And actually I want to do a survey on LinkedIn. I want to find out how many like people that are pretty well known on LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. how many of our, are introverts. I would actually be safe to say that there's probably quite a few that are Mm -hmm. more introverted because it's a safer place, right? You're just posting. It's actually easier for me to post. I used to even do videos because it was like, I'm not in front of people. I'm just like, well, whatever. Right. Like whatever happens, happens. Right. So the reason I did the events um, and actually put it out on social media, because if I'm hosting the event, then people already know who I am. So right. then they come and talk to me. The smart. So that smart. was my like, well, if, like the more events I do, then like people recognize me. And then I don't have to like initiate conversation. If you throw me in a room, even I, I was at an event like a few weeks ago, I didn't know anyone in the room. And I was like, I got, I don't feel comfortable. I got to go. It's weird. Like, m- but most groups, I do know a handful of people because I have been now, it took time, but I like grew my network. And so now I feel more comfortable. So I just say it's, it takes time. So yeah. those people who are in that spot or even like just find out who's going and maybe message them ahead of time or bring a buddy. Like, I think it just helps that I'm married to an extrovert. Right. And we go everywhere together. So he naturally is just like, just find your, your, your extrovert friend mm-hmm. and go everywhere with them. Maybe that's the advice. Like, that's, I mean, <laughs> that's I'm great advice. To one. So, cause everywhere I go, I have him. So I'm like, I, he at least breaks the ice for me and then I can like start, call. but you throw me into like a room of people. I don't know. I'm, I'm lost. Like I am not okay. Like I'm taking like a paper bag and breathing in the corner. I'm not okay. I need a minute. Please excuse me. I know. But I think John, it does a really good job of like masking that for me because he's so good. He just, and then he's like long hair. He walks in, everyone knows who he is. So He's really made a brand for himself. I know. Yeah, it's fine. But like, I wouldn't have got that from you, though, from our first time meeting. I mean, we were in a group of people. I didn't really know a lot of people when Allison brought everybody. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Allison. Brought us all yeah. to do the hot springs and brunch. That like, awesome. what a better way to meet people. But that was a lot of people I didn't know. But I felt like you were very outgoing and willing to have conversation and stuff. So there is no way I would have pegged you for an introvert. I knew a handful of people. And it's more right. intimate. Yeah. It's like those bigger hundred plus person events. Those are the ones that get me. Those will throw you. Speaking in front of those, like, well, like fully, like even during Utah Tech Week, mm-hmm. I only attended one event a day. 
Cause I was burnt out. Like I had to go home and like re- recharge for the next day. I'm like, okay, now I can do the next one. I can do this again. I can I do this. I'm a one event, event a day person. I cannot do more than one event a day. So. I mean, that's fine. You know, your limits, you know, where you're just, you're that, go. You're, you just have, you have to have boundaries. So you I think do. like as an introvert, he's like, you, you just know yourself, you set the right boundaries and then you're good. Yeah. So one thing with like LinkedIn though, you said like, that's easy for you to connect with people on. Right. And so for those that want to build a LinkedIn and build those connections, maybe behind screen before mm-hmm. they meet them in person, what advice do you have in that, in that scenario? Obviously one thing you said was being consistent, whether that's posting or liking and things like that, but there's a lot of people that I feel like don't know how to leverage LinkedIn and it's yeah. such a powerful tool because it's not a common social platform for most people. So what advice do you have for people that are in the business space, trying to network? Maybe events are a little scary right now. Like they don't <laughs> you want to start somewhere. You right? want to start somewhere. What, yeah. like, what advice do you have for people? Because you've seen a lot of success in the LinkedIn community as well. I think the biggest thing is just because um, even posting might be hard for those people right now, too. Like, But I think there's a lot that you can just do in um, connecting. So there'll be a lot of times where I'm just like commenting or liking, but even I take it a step further. And when there's like an ask in the post, I will tag a person that I know that I trust, like, Hey, I'm looking for someone to do a website. I always make sure that I'm tagging my friends and like looking out for them. So Mm -hmm. that's the, I I think using LinkedIn as a way to like, look out for people, even if if that's all you did, Mm -hmm. you're probably getting the most value you'd want to get out of LinkedIn anyways. Cause like, let's be honest, there's a lot of fluff and a lot of like, look at me, I'm here. Just use it as a way to give back. That's like, just be aware of other people. And I, I think because I know I'm like, I I know a lot of what people do. Mm -hmm. Um, it's really easy for me to be like, okay, I already know someone, boom, like, and, and then I make the intro or even that's another really good thing you can do. Um, I did this, I was better a few months back, but I made a goal to make five intros for people a week. A week. So I would just go in and I'd go to my network of like new people I met and I would just do like a three-way intro on LinkedIn for people. Wow. So it's like, I, I because I consult. So I meet so many different types of companies they are like, these, these are the type of people we're looking to work with. I'm like, okay. On the partnership side, it's easy because I can connect the dots. I'm like, they would be good partners. So then I'll make intros mm-hmm. and I just will do that for people without just as a way to help people out. I think that's a different approach that I've heard anyone talk about when it comes to LinkedIn and like kind of building your Mm -hmm. LinkedIn network and just your worth or value on LinkedIn is looking out for other people, like giving back when there's an ask, like that's such an easy thing to do. We don't Mm -hmm. do that. Most people don't, right? Because you're looking for yourself. Exactly. Just think it, just like turn off the me lens and just look Put that ego aside. It's not about you, right? Because half the time I'm like, I don't, I don't even know what I'm doing right now. So yeah, I'm just looking for other people. (laughs) What are they doing? How can I help them? So if you go in with that, it's things will completely change for you. Because I think that's where people, I built a lot of trust because I have provided a lot of value. Yeah. But that's, I mean, but that's hard for people. I feel like right away to feel like they, they have value to build for other people. So I feel like you saying, Hey, connect with some people have like bring somebody else in here that you know would be good at this job mm-hmm. or this position or be able to help them out. Yeah. That's such a great way to add value if you yeah. don't know how to add value. For sure. That's Look start here. Just start. A wealth of knowledge over here, Lindsay. Go. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's a reason why people know who you are. I feel like you do give back to a lot of people and you do connect people. You are a connector. Mm-hmm. So has that always been like a part of you? Um, not when I was introverted, <laughs> awkward teenager. No. 
Oh, well, okay. So then like, let's, let's take the teenage years out of it. Yeah. Like at what, at what point did that look for you? I think it it came to the point where I was just like, you know, I'm going to graduate early and I'm just going to, cause I just feel like I was just kind of done. I was like, Mm -hmm. you know, I've tried, tried the whole high school thing. It's not my, it's not my jam. So so I graduated early and then I just found like a really good group of friends, but they were a little older. And then I just, from there, I just kind of thrived because I was like, I was confident in myself. And I think it took, cause I was bullied pretty hard. Like when I was in middle school. So I, I'm actually, it sounds, I'm in some ways grateful that I had to go through that to, I feel like I'm the person I am today because I do have a lot more empathy for people because right. I had to go through that myself. Right. So that's where I feel um, like I'm looking out for people. Like I have people's backs. You yeah. Know? That, that like that protector side of you. Yeah. I get a little, sometimes I get carried away with it, but I try but to. But there's, there's a yeah. reason why, like you've experienced something, that experience in middle school where you, you got bullied, you went through that. Like, of course, now you're going to have that in you to look out for people. Yeah. So I think it, maybe it came from that. I probably, it probably came from that and yeah. kind of worked its way into like, I feel like I have this, like put on my robe or my cape, my robe. I'm not leaving. <laughs> We'll talk later about the Levi robe, um, a cape, and then just like go and save the day. I don't know. Maybe it's just, I think that came from that where I just feel like I'm, I need to help as many people as I can. Yeah. So who has been like one person that like, and maybe you can't say names or whatever, but a situation where you saw them getting treated unfairly, treated unkind, and you really felt like you were able to go in there with your cape, shining armor, whatever it is. Mm-hmm to help turn that situation around? Um, I think in that it's more um, providing other opportunities for people like that. Like they might be just being a bad opportunity. And there's been a few in like the startup raising world where it's just, I've just try to connect them to other resources mm-hmm. um, and get them out through just other opportunities. So yeah. yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Lindsay's just saving the day. I don't know. I love it so uh, much. No. But for you, like, okay, so mentorships, partnerships, there's so many things that you're connected and how you're connected with people. How does someone find a mentor? How do you trust somebody to like guide you? I feel like there's people that look up to you because you have connected people with so many people or you do provide value. But like, if I'm just out there in the world, how do I pick a mentor? How do you know someone has the same core values or beliefs as you? Like, how do you find a person that you really can connect with? Um... I think it's an energy like going back like there's just people that I just like I knew we've known like I knew you before I came here like I feel like we go way back just there's that initial like energy that I have with people I'm like um and I think going back to that it's I don't think I would know who that would be if I wasn't networking right like how do you find those people you have to network you have to you're not just going to go online, find some LinkedIn profile and like connect with someone to know like they're a good connection. That's my person. <laughs> There's my person. But you have to right. like meet them. I feel like yeah. you have to go out and network enough to like meet people and mm-hmm. find that connection with people where they're going to be awesome. They're going to be a good, valuable person to you. Um, one of my earlier mentors, um, Tara Rosander, she actually was my neighbor when I was living in Holiday. And she's just was so gracious. I was going through some weird startup phase. Um, and she just sat down with me and was really helpful in that way. Mm-hmm. So it's just finding people that I you can trust. And and obviously she was my neighbor. So it's just right. it takes. Yeah, you have to have that personal relationship. And I think that would come through like more networking. 
You make it sound like dating. Yeah, it is. Like mentor, like you're dating. Right. Like you're going to find a good mentor. You have to date. You have to date. Yeah. You have to figure that out. For yeah. Because there's going to be something you're going to get something from like, I think there's an energy exchange, like with the, a lot of different people that you can get, but some mm-hmm. just are able to provide a different type of um, energy for you. Yeah, no, I agree. I think energy is huge. And I feel like that's something that most people don't talk about or mm-hmm. know how to like communicate that. Yeah. feeling or whatever that is or that spark I mean you know with dating sometimes people feel it right away and they're like yep that's the one so yeah same thing with like finding a mentor you just have to like or a co-founder or anything like that. yeah it goes into like yeah. any type of relationship that you're trying to form or build is like filling out that energy and being able to decipher pretty quickly whether or not you can connect with somebody on mm-hmm. that yeah yeah so for you like energy I'm so curious now yeah. Do you want to talk about this a little yeah. bit more? Are we going into energy? I want to go into energy. Let's go here. Let's, We're going let's here. go into energy a little bit because I feel like it's such a broad thing, but you feel, I feel like more people are talking about it now. I think it is. So I'm, I'm a manifesting generator. Okay. There we go. Okay. There we go. Are we going there? Yeah, we're going okay. there. We're going there. Just checking if we're both on the same no, page. No, we're on the same page. So can you talk to me a little bit more about that? Like if someone were, I mean, there's going to be a few people listening to this podcast. Yeah. Let's let's talk about it. What 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 do you mean about that? What does that mean? So I my this is new to me too because my sister, you know, there she went down. She's like, this is what you are. Like when it like if people are asking you your birthday, yeah, <laughs> you're the time. You know the direction they're going, right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it was actually really enlightening because um, you really understand like who you are and like what your like your superpower is in mm-hmm. a way. So I felt like it goes along the lines of like the, the manifestation and a generator. So I have like the energy, like I can get things started mm-hmm. and then I can empower other people. So that's what I've really come to terms with. It's like, okay, that's, that's my superpower. That's it's like, superpower. I can, that's why I'm, I thrive in startups mm-hmm. and I thrive because I can energize the team like those and I can do crazy things and I will be like, we'll just go, 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 go. And that's what, that's the type of energy you need in a startup. And I realize I provide energy to other people but then there's people that will take your energy so you have to be careful you do and I and that's what I like I didn't really fully understand this until you're like okay there's not going down the rabbit hole of narcissists but there's people that will take Mm -hmm. from you and they will take your energy and then they will drain you and I had that in a few situations and I had to like fully stop and like kind of cut those relationships out Mm -hmm. and then from there I'm like and then you're aligning with the right people. And I, and, and um, Madeline's been so great because we both are able to go in and like energize each other. And like, there's so, it's actually, I'd be interested to see like, if there's like a study done with like co-founders, if mm-hmm. people like figured that out before they like went down, it went all the, all way, the in. way into like, there, there's some like, it's very interesting now. Cause it's like, okay, this all makes sense. Right. Like, it makes sense with who I am. And I realized that I have to be careful with um, not letting people like suck my energy dry. So, so for those that, so for you, okay, let's just back up a little bit. You knowing that you are a manifester generator here. How did you figure that out? You went with your sister. My sister like got my birthday and like put it in to the computer (laughs) and and generated it for you. And said, this is, this is what you are. Right. Here's all this. Yeah. But I feel like it, it does accurately describe who you are. Everything yeah. you just said up until that point makes sense of 
your why and who you are as a person. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. for energy, energy is like, it's all over the place. How, how can someone figure out what their energy, how do you, how do you respect and honor that energy or who you are as a person? How have you figured that out to play that into like the business sense too? Um, so I think for me, I'm very careful with, I'm trying like, do we go down the narcissist rabbit hole? I don't know. Should we go here? I don't know. It's it's a free game for you. Okay. Whatever you want to talk about, we're getting interesting. So, uh, there it's surprising how many narcissists are tech executives and founders and it's, and I, and I've done a lot of research into mm-hmm. it, like the different types covert, like there's so many different types and I have to be very careful because I can't work with narcissists. Yeah. I just can't. Um, some people can, you know, so they can make it work. But for me, like it just, I can spot them pretty quickly now. Um, and then I just have to set boundaries. Like you can still have like working relationships or right. just at least like friendly encounters. But I think there's certain boundaries you have to set in place um, with people that are really um, taking from you. So and and because of my like with my energy and everything, I tend to draw in. I've noticed that like just I had a history of it, just like bringing those type of people into my life because they cling on me because I I am you're I'm, giving to them. Well, I'm typically sit in the background. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be the face of it. I'm an introvert, so I don't need to be the right. face of it. So mm-hmm. I typically elevate whatever they're doing and who they are. So they feel empowered by that. So it's right. like, but it's, it's like sucking me dry. So, so anyways, that was a little bit of a tangent there, but <laughs> I right. think it's important to know. Yeah, like, I think actually I was like super going down the, the rabbit hole with it, but there's interview questions you can ask if you can identify if the person's an, a narcissist. Seriously. Yeah. Like you, yeah. I don't need you to send me those. <laughs> Seriously. I, like, I want to know. It's such a, it's really toxic trait to right. have like in your company. So it's, I've had to like really, anyways, it's just been some like YouTube therapy through yeah. my, no, I think that's great. The videos I'm watching because I'm like, why does this keep happening? Because mm-hmm. I saw a lot of patterns in my life just like continuing to happen. I'm like, like what's, what am I doing? Like, right. why, why does this keep happening? And I'm like, that's, well, that's a victim mentality. I don't want to have that. But I just like, but what, what are the, you know, the things that I'm continuing to pull in, mm-hmm. like the energy. So it's like, it's, it's on you. And I think it's really important to be at your best. Yeah. I think you can empower people and you can help those people around you, even those that may be conflicting to your energy, but it is important to set boundaries. Well, I think boundary setting is it's one, I think before that it's, it's being self-aware. You are mm-hmm. now self-aware of situations or energy that you're pulling in and you kind of know your why behind that, that took yeah. maybe some discovery that might took some time, but now you can confidently say and sit here, Hey, I, I know why I was attracting that certain type of energy into my life is because of X, Y, and Z like you just yeah. discussed, but now you're aware of that, which then gives you more knowledge for other situations yeah. or with people for you to be able to set your boundaries. Yeah. I feel like boundary setting though is hard, especially in a, hard. a business setting relationship, right? Because mm-hmm. when you're setting boundaries, you have to be very careful about certain boundaries to set the politics that play into it, making sure feelings aren't hurt. It's, it's a very touchy subject. I would say, how, how do you go about setting boundaries in a professional setting with these? Executives? Well, I think I'm fortunate to like, I think it'd be a lot harder if you worked in a large corporation, to be honest. Right. Um, but I've been fortunate to be in smaller teams. So it just isn't 
as big of an issue because it's like I can choose who I work with. Mm -hmm. So it's like I can choose what people I decide to bring in as um, on retainer. You know, that's been like my but at the same time, it's like it's I think in the setting of the boundaries, it's like just being aware of it Mm -hmm. and just not allowing don't get emotional. I think that's the hardest thing. It's like if you feed in, if you show your emotion, if you like react, just don't react. Like it's just a very right. like, okay, like in a conversation, like that's interesting. Like just not re- non-reactive, you know? And mm-hmm. I think that's where you, you set your boundaries is you're not giving them fuel. Right. Um, in whatever capacity. So, so you haven't had to like, be like, Hey, mister or ma'am, I know. we don't need to, I am not comfortable with X, Y, and Z. Like you haven't had to actually have the conversation of this is me setting a boundary. It's more of your reaction. It's your reaction. I think you set boundaries by your reaction to things. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's people that are better at just like vocally saying, but for me, I'm like, I'm that's I'm not the best at that, but I, I can at least like my reaction is a way that I can set a boundary. Yeah. So. I think that's great though. Cause people don't know how to do that. No, it's hard. I, I love Utah, but Utah is full of people who are just smiling and <laughs> passive aggressive (laughs) just to weed them out really because like we everyone wants to be nice like we almost need some of that east coast like edge where we're just like we're just upfront about everything Mm -hmm. but we're it's a nice community but it's almost like we need a little more honesty right so because not everything is is rainbows and butterflies no it's like just just say it right like if there's a problem like and i'm i'm saying this to myself too because i can do better just like own it and say Mm -hmm. it and take ownership. So. I'm giving myself pep talks every day I know, and like, le- letting myself like be like, nope, you got this. You can, you can tell that person this or whatever the situation is. It's, it's constant pep talks of like getting out of your comfort zone. It, like, it's okay. hard. Yeah. It's hard to have the hard conversations. So, well, I think that's one thing with Utah though, right. Is because it is such a tight community. Yeah. Everybody is really close mm-hmm. and everybody is for the most part, so nice. Yes. You don't get a lot of people kind of speaking their mind. And when you do see someone kind of speaking their mind or kind of going it comes off their own way right and it shouldn't it shouldn't it shouldn't i actually appreciate those people um that are like just are honest Mm -hmm. and and i i'm like i wish i was more like that i kind of like because i was raised to be like you're always just trying to be nice and kind and right but there's there's strength to just being upfront and like honest with how you're feeling so I so I appreciate people that are that are that way. We we love those people. Shout out to everyone that can just <laughs> yeah. say it how it is. If there's yeah. someone needs to teach a class on that, I think they'd be we doing should, pretty we well. should have I a know. class taught like, about how to set boundaries. Right. How to speak your mind. <laughs> like these are things we should be learning in yeah. school, I feel like. Is yeah. How to have communication. How how do you communicate your feelings, whatever those may be, okay. how to have difficult conversations. And mm-hmm. I think with that, you would be well equipped to speak your mind. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to start a new Maybe school. Maybe start a new school <laughs> where this is the topic of discussion and this We're is what I teach everybody. This. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Lindsay, one thing I just want to ask for those that like don't know you and one thing that you would want somebody to know about who Lindsay is, what would that be? Oh, that's a good question. I'm still finding myself. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I just want them to know that like you can come to me for anything, right? So I'm I'm just here to help. I'm just trying to be as much of a resource for people mm-hmm. in the community. So well, I love that. If if I come off like really shy and awkward when you first meet me or like 
you don't think I'm nice. It's just because I'm like, honestly, it's just because it's awkward. like, it's just hard for me mm-hmm. or like, so I think that's the biggest thing is like, some people are like, oh, because I'm not bubbly and like, I'm a different person yeah. I think, than people think, but I'm just, because I just, I just read the room and I just more observant. So. So if someone sees you in person, come up, say hi, say hi. If I'm not, not super like, it's probably because I didn't get any sleep or <laughs> you guys, she is on and she's running multiple businesses. But I, side. I do better. Like just ask to like, let's just grab lunch. Cause I do better. in like one on one on one. I just have a, yeah. So it's just for me, it's like just the right setting. I thrive better. in. so I love that. Well, you huh. guys heard it here first. Lindsay yeah. is here for everybody and safe place. Well, we love that. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks. Hopefully we can have you back on here soon. Yeah, this is fun.